1: Age of Radio. The old, the old, the old, the old, Cause it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man.
0: With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem-solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, we are back, ladies and gentlemen. It is Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. This is Big Man, and as always, joining me, my brother... Koopa, Koopa, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing good, man. We get to recap some Royal Rumble, baby. That's right, it is the Royal Rumble. That means it is WrestleMania season. They are on the road to WrestleMania. Yes, baby. So excited.
1: The first
0: stop, the Royal Rumble. Woo! I wish we had the banan but we don't. We don't have access to that. Well, I mean, we could probably find it, but we'd probably get in trouble. Anyway, so first up on the Royal Rumble, we had Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler taking on the women's tag team champions Charlotte Flair and Asuka in the kickoff match on the kickoff show. In a match that was sadly regulated to the kickoff show, the women's champions took on the team they beat at TLC to become the tag champs. Unfortunately, though, for Flair and Oscar, Lacey Evans and Ric Flair would cause a distraction, and also thanks to a woman's right, that knocked Charlotte out, and Nia Jackson Baszler easily took advantage of it and reclaimed the WWE Tag Titles they had lost at TLC. Koopa, you got this one right. Yeah,
1: man, uh, I totally thought that you know this would happen because you know whatever's going on with Lacey Evans and Ric Flair
0: just and Charlotte, yes. Yeah, this has been weird. Uh, Actually, I think you had this pretty much packed, pinned down to... You knew knew Ric Flair was going to be... And Lacey was going to distract Charlotte, costing them the title. Um, I really would have thought, though, that the combustible (laughs) chemistry between Nia Jax and Shannon Baszler was not going to... Might have made it worse or something, but Yeah, yeah. But they managed to pull through and took care of business to regain their tag title so we'll see what happens um, from here on out Uh, also we just want to point out that we are not going to be recapping anything that happened in the weeks follow the sorry the shows this past week following the rumble so if you want to know everything that happened on Raw, uh, AEW and of course Smackdown check it out on either WWE.com AllEliteWrestling.com or check out the Bleacher Report if you're into their weird writing styles very weird the Bleacher Report's kind of cuckoo they're fun, but yeah. they're cuckoo. All right, so next up, the kickoff match for the actual pay-per-view itself featured Drew McIntyre putting his WWE Championship on the line against Goldberg. Excuse me. Um, I did, remember I did make this prediction uh, before uh, the match started that I thought the loser of the match would enter the Royal Rumble. Um, however, as the match would move, on beyond, move beyond five minutes... It became clear that the loser of the match would not be entering the Royal Rumble. Right. Drew McIntyre started out the match though by attacking Goldberg before the opening bell. Goldberg though managed to survive the onslaught and caused some damage to the midsection of McIntyre. The match would drag on for both as uh, both men uh, gave each other their best shots. When Goldberg finally got McIntyre up for a jackhammer, it was executed poorly and McIntyre would kick out of the pin attempt. McIntyre would land a clean clean, uh, clean claymore which put Goldberg away. And after the match, McIntyre offered his hand for a handshake, Goldberg shook his hand offering his respect to the WWE champ. Cooper, your thoughts on the match? Dude, like it was a
1: good match, mm-hmm. but so many years too late. Right. Uh but then again, if we went back another 10 years, uh, McIntyre wouldn't be who he is now. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we just kind of... It, it is what it is. Um, it was a good match. I, I kind of liked the way it was... It was actually really fast-paced. I like... I like how uh, McIntyre actually hit him with a spear. I was kind of surprised McIntyre hit him with a spear. And I'm like, yeah, that was a, what? That was a funny so, one. you know, it was... It was interesting. Uh, I knew he would retain, though. And, uh, yeah. So
0: Yeah. And, obviously, as this match went further along, it started favoring McIntyre more and more because Goldberg. Oh, yeah. Cause Gold, he, he's got to be quick. He's, he's got to be quick. quick. He, it, yeah, he's so. got to be quick. And, if he ain't going to get that match done in under about three minutes, then the longer that goes, the less likely he is going to win the match. And, it became evident in that match. Oh, definitely. Next up, we had Sasha Banks taking on Carmella for the SmackDown Women's Championship. The second match of the pay-per-view featured a continuation of the rivalry that started when Carmella returned as the untouchable Carmella, uh, who set her sights immediately on the SmackDown Women's Champ. Sasha, though, came into this match better focused on Carmella as she seemed to take her opponent lightly at TLC. Despite coming in better focused, it would be Carmella taking control of the match and appeared primed to take the title off Sasha. However, Reginald would get himself uh, involved one too many times in the match and get tossed Uh, from ringside this would swing the tighter momentum in Sasha's favor and she would lock Carmella into a bank statement and make the challenger tap out Cooper, your thoughts on Sasha retaining her SmackDown Championship
1: you know, Carmella might have tapped out but I think she took Sasha to her limit on this Mm -hmm. Uh, I do believe it was a very good match it was back and forth all the way Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah I'm kind of glad they got rid of Reginald Uh, I don't really care for him but, uh, you know, it was a good match. I mean, and, and of course, you know, Sasha Bane's retained. We'll see what happens with WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. She's going to have a good WrestleMania moment. I know that much
0: for sure. So right. we'll see. Yes, sir. All right. And next up, we had the Women's Royal Rumble. Oh, yes. The first Rumble match was the women who put on an amazing Rumble match. That match was started by former SmackDown Women's champ, Bailey and the returning, Naomi. Uh, Belair, uh yeah, Bianca Belair uh, entered the uh, match at number three, followed by Billy Kay, entering at four and decided to sit at the commentary table for a bit. As more combatants made their way to the ring, Billy Kay would try to team up with them. She would be rejected by each until former Divas champ Jillian Hall, and Billy Kay was able to convince her to form a team, Billy and Jillian. <laughs> it was a little weird.
1: Yeah, it was strange.
0: Uh, Hall was not the only surprise entrant though that we saw. Uh, as we saw former women's champion Victoria, who showed off her talent. she still got some skills there.
1: Yes, she does, man.
0: And, of course, we saw WWE Hall of Famer Tori Wilson also make her return. The match would end, though, with Bianca Belair barely beating out uh, Rhea Ripley to win the Royal Rumble for the women's side. And she fulfills a lifelong dream of a championship match at WrestleMania. Koopa, your thoughts on Bianca Belair surviving literally all 29 other... Combatants.
1: Well, there's some controversy with this match at the end of the match. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, there was a little controversy on on, uh, if both her feet actually hit the... Uh, had hit the floor when the, they were both hanging off the, the ropes. When yes. they were both hanging off the ropes. So, uh, I think, though, that was just pure, you know, it being the Royal Rumble and people trying to look for different angles and things yeah. like that. But I really think it was really cool she made it all the way through this, dude. And, uh, yeah. You know, uh, I remember watching her in NXT and thinking this girl going to be something good one day. She's going to be badass. And yes, uh, I'm hoping we see Bianca Belair versus, uh, you know, Sasha Banks. How you doing? Yeah. We see the boss versus the new up-and-comer,
0: dude. Yeah, it's going to make a... Make for very uh, high, high-powered high matches. We know Sasha can handle her own against, uh, you know, not saying bigger women, but, but more, more of a powerhouse. Powerhouse. Well, thing, she handled yeah. Charlotte, too. Yeah. And Charlotte's a powerhouse. Yeah. So. so it's definitely not like she's not used to going up against women who are more of a powerhouse type. But uh, Bianca Belair, she is quite the athlete. Um, mm-hmm.
1: And uh, I think it's her time, dude. Absolutely. I think it's... Uh, I think she goes to WrestleMania and she gets the whole kitten caboodle. right?
0: So I believe so too. Though uh, we saw a great performance at of Rhea Ripley too. Oh yeah, man! I, it was nice to see her back. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering if maybe
1: she'll come back to to SmackDown or Raw, or if she's you know it was just an appearance on uh, you know yeah the nev- Royal Rumble because I, I would love to see, see her that. you know called up
0: to the main roster. Right. Absolutely. And I hope we just don't have a, another whole spiel like we did last year when Charlotte went and challenged Rhea for the NXT titles. Like, why go backwards?
1: I don't think that's going to happen. I, don't like it. Um, I know NXT is doing good in its own right, mm-hmm. but uh, I still think that, you know, the main brands are Raw and SmackDown. Yes, sir. I know we don't really cover NXT, and we apologize for that, but that's just because there's so, you know... So many promotions to cover. I mean, we covered Smackdown and Raw plus
0: AEW.
1: Mm-hmm. If
0: we were to cover NXT2, I think it'd be like over an hour, an hour, hour and a and half, half of coverage, yeah. Yeah, so we're lucky if we can get it done within an hour. Yeah, so right. All right, well, speaking of controversy, we have another controversial match right after that. Oh, yes. As Roman Reigns put the Universal Championship up against Kevin Owens in a last man standing match the last singles match of the night featuring Roman Reigns putting his title up on the line was supposed to originally be against WWE executive Adam Pearce after he forced Pearce to win a gauntlet match for the number one contendership for the Universal Championship at Royal Rumble however Adam Pearce would feign injury and state that the card is subject to change and introduce Roman Reigns replacement opponent who just so happened to be Kevin Owens This match, of course, would be a hellacious match back and forth, as each man would one-up each other to keep the other one down for a ten-count. This would include Roman throwing Reigns off... I mean, Roman throwing... yeah, he threw himself off. Uh (laughs) Throwing Owens off about a 30-foot ledge in the Thunderdome and through a table. Owens would also then be ran over by Reigns, who used a golf cart in the backstage area. But neither of these would keep Owens down for a whole 10 count. Owens would eventually gather himself enough to do a swanton bomb off a forklift onto Reigns through a table. This did result in a 9 count just before Reigns would get back up to his feet. Owens would then uh, handcuff uh, Reigns to a light fixture around the staging area. That would result in controversy as a first referee near got to a 10 count before Reigns slammed him into a part of the lighting fixture that quote unquote knocked him out. When the second ref arrived, Paul Heyman was trying to get Reigns out of the cuffs. The second ref made it to a count of five before just stopping out of nowhere, hence the controversy. After Reigns finally got free, he would lock Owens. In, uh, oh, yeah, he would. Reigns got free, lock Owens into a guillotine hold, forcing Owens to pass out and not be able to get back up before a count of ten. Roman's retained his championship. Cooper, your thoughts on the controversial ending that happened? Dude, this match was
1: was. Like you said, hellacious. It was crazy. It was back and forth all the way. And, dude, watching Kevin Owens get hit by that golf cart. Right. I was like, oh, is he going to live through that? Because not only did. He go through the freaking windshield. windshield. He hit Roman Reigns. I thought he was going to knock Roman Reigns out when he actually hit him. Right. I was like, dude. I was like, this is crazy. And then he jumped off the forklift. And I'm like. So, I mean, I I don't like the way it ended. Um, Yeah, it was whatever. But we all knew that Roman Reigns was going to retain the title and go to WrestleMania as the big dog, the head of the table. Mm -hmm. So, either way, though, it made for an interesting match. It was was fun all the way to the very end. Um, I know... You know, you had already made your mind up from the get go. You wanted Roman to win, which I thought was kind of funny. You're like, do that, do that, and just kept going. And I was like, yeah, I'd like to see Kevin Owens win it just because, you know, I'm getting tired of the Paul Heyman, <laughs> excuse me, the Paul Heyman Roman Reigns thing. So.
0: Yeah, you may be getting tired of that, but I, I don't need a uh, mid-card champion f- challenging for the Universal Championship either, because I'm sick of that crap. Uh, I wouldn't
1: but,
0: much call him a mid-card champion. Very much a mid-card champion. I was surprised that we didn't see, see Jey Uso involved in this match whatsoever. Yeah, he was like nowhere to be found. So He wasn't even in the Rumble, which was like, what the heck is going on? Yeah, so... Because He had stated at one point this past few weeks that he was planning on... Winning the Royal Rumble. He said he was going to win the Royal Rumble, go over to uh, Rob beat Drew McIntyre, and, <laughs> and they would. Maybe COVID? Maybe
1: something? I don't know. I never
0: really officially heard anything. Never saw any news reports about what happened with him, so I don't know what happened with him. So yeah, so unfortunately the controversy is going to have this be hit, which means at least we're going to get at least one more probable match because, you know, Kevin Owens is going to be like, you know, that was bullcrap, I have to get it because you didn't really win because the ref screwed up and blah, blah, blah.
1: Right, and blame it on Paul Heyman, mm-hmm. and it's like whatever, dude. Okay. So yeah. well, let's get to WrestleMania and see what really
0: happens. Yes, sir. All right. Next up, the final match of the night saw two bitter rivals square off. First, and this would be the Rump Men's Rumble match, as Edge, Randy Orton came out number one and number two in this match. Edge, however, wasted little time as he ran back up the ramp to fight or- Orton. These two would con uh, would continuously be at each other, even when the third entrant, Sami Zayn, came in. Zayn would help Orton in attacking Edge, though he also smartly would do his best to keep his head on a swivel around the Viper, as he know he can strike without warning. Coming in at number four was Mustafa Ali, and he too would help Orton decimate Edge. This ended up being basically a three-on-one handicap match until Jeff Hardy entered it at five and helped out Edge. Edge would eventually quote-unquote injure Orton, who would have to go to the back and seek treatment. The surprise appearances were fantastic as we would get to see Carlito in at number 8. That was fun to see him. Oh yeah, man. It was nice to see Carlito but Ripped Carlito, too. Which yeah, was he dude. Would... He looked like he'd been working out, brother. Or juicing one of the two. <laughs> 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 uh, Carlito, though, we were supposed to see Carlito back on the Raw Legends night. Uh, the night when uh, Goldberg challenged Drew McIntyre to the title match. But he opted out when he found out it would just be a minor cameo appearance. Though I was right, and I got it right, because we did see the Big Red Machine came, baby. I was so excited. Yes. Back for a record 18th. Well, well not
1: only appearance. that, but because right before he came out, Dolph Ziggler came out, and they're all... Yeah, Dolph Ziggler's had as many, you know, Royal Rumbles as Kane. And well, not as many. He's within, got
0: within three. got
1: it? within three is one of us. Yeah. So, yeah. It was we, his 14th. We kind of figured that, you know, the Big Red Machine was coming back for this
0: one. All right, but remember when I previewed it, I I guess that he would be here. Oh, in. yeah. Yeah. So, I got that right. <laughs> I was like, I would be surprised if we see Kane. That's pretty much what I said last week. So, And I was right. So, I was like, yes. And then, of course, uh, he would add to his appearance record for most all-time um, appearances at the Royal Rumble and even eliminated a few superstars to add to his all-time elimination record as well. Perhaps the biggest shocking return of the night came in the form of Captain Charisma, Christian. After entering, he and Edge hugged, in, uh, hugged it out, which seemed to be a legitimate moment that Edge was not expecting. It really did seem like Edge had no yeah, idea he was going to be in it. what? You, what? My best friends here come give me some love brother
1: and what's weird is didn't uh, christian say he would never wrestle again
0: yeah he basically said despite uh the return of daniel Bryan and edge that uh he was not going to uh partake in wrestling and yet there he was and i know you I, never seen that bird i was excited i was like oh my god it's christian and you're like what it is christian holy crap right <laughs> It was great, fantastic. It's one of the moments where you're like, "What? What? What just happened here?" All right. a not so surprising return though was the Messiah Seth Rollins. Oh yeah, um, I'd rather see him come back as you know
1: Mr. Monday Night or Mr. Friday Night, but you know, uh,
0: he still likes his blasphemous. His
1: blasphemies stuff is for the birds. Right. I don't care for it, just like I didn't care for it when uh, when uh, Vince McMahon did that little bit where he was talking to God.
0: Oh, God, yeah, right? Yeah. He, and then he had a, him and Shane had a two-on-one handicap match, basically, because God was uh, Shawn Michaels' tag partner. Yeah. I was yeah. like, what the heck is this crap? Yeah, that was really dumb. Anyway, so... So we're going to get to a little so, bit So yeah, more. pretty much how I felt about Seth Rollins being the Messiah. Right, well, the, the, I guess the Friday Night Messiah now, because he's no longer the Monday Night Messiah. The biggest elimination of the night, though, had to be Dominic Mysterio, who managed to eliminate Baron Corbin. Yes.
1: yes. That was
0: fantastic.
1: Very much so.
0: Uh, it's nice to see
1: Dominic get a little bit of uh, revenge on Baron Corbin after putting up with his
0: crap for so many months. Basically, yeah. You know what I mean? So... Though Dominic would not much last much longer as the almighty Bobby Lashley would eliminate him, another supplier's entrance actually was Hurricane Helms, who tried to choke slam both Big E and Bobby Lashley, which failed miserably and resulted in Hurricane being eliminated by both competitors. Yeah, that was... Uh, <laughs> and then I saw someone made a meme out of it going, it didn't work then when he... It was like Triple H and, uh, I think it was Triple H and like Stone Cold he tried to do it too, uh-huh. And then they're like, it didn't work then, it didn't work now. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, that was funny though. Uh, let's see. Braun Strowman entered fresh at number 30 and began dominating immediately. He would eliminate AJ Styles by tossing him over the ropes where Omos could not, over the or Miss could not get to him in time to save him. Almost did make his presence felt earlier by uh, saving AJ Styles a few times and also eliminating Big E by dragging him over the top ropes from the outside. Almost would also do the same to Rey Mysterio. Uh, Let's see here. Towards the end of it, though, Edge would try to eliminate the monster among men, Braun Strowman, and he would receive help from Christian. And Seth Rollins would actually uh, shove Christian over the top ropes, which eliminated Strowman and Christian. Uh, and Rollins was set, uh, was primed to take Edge out as well, but Edge managed to counter and eliminate him, only to be attacked behind by Orton with an RKO. But Edge would regroup in time and eliminate Orton to win the Royal Rumble. Yeah, man, this this was a crazy, crazy ending,
1: and uh, I mean, we all, we both knew that Randy Orton's faking it.
0: Right, we he's, knew he'd be back, and he's of course, since he wasn't, awesome. he'll be back. And since he wasn't eliminated officially, he could be, re-enter the Royal Rumble and try to come back in and take him out. All right, uh, <laughs> I don't like that rule. I think if somebody's taken
1: out with an injury, it should mean you're automatically disqualified. from
0: re-entering the match. Well, next time, if you have a problem with that, I guess you just need to go down, grab him. Take him back into the ring and then throw him over the rope and then have him go back <laughs> outside. Right. Grab him by his by his leg that he says it hurts and just <laughs> throw him over the top rope. So WrestleMania just got rated R. Yes, it did, man. Uh, it's gonna be interesting to see
1: who Edge picks. Uh, mm-hmm. I would like to see. I would like to see him versus Roman Reigns, dude. Spear versus Spear. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. The head of the table versus, you know, like, uh, you know, it's like a generational thing. I think it would be sweet to see, um, right. But I mean, it would
0: be cool to see Edge versus Drew McIntyre too, so. Yeah, both both have great qualities, it's just, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. It's going to be interesting to see
1: who he picks, that's for sure, um, it was kind of a surprise for me. I really didn't think that anybody outside of maybe Randy Orton or, you know, Seth Rollins or somebody like that would win, so to see somebody unexpected win makes things so much better, so it's going
0: to be cool to see what happens. Yeah, definitely. It's 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 very actually kind of surprising, but also kind of fun at the same time. Oh yeah, it makes good for uh,
1: WrestleMania, dude, it makes... Good uh, good storyline, good, you know, whatever, good TV, so...
0: Yeah, I know a lot of people are kind of a little bit butthurt. Oh, you're bringing back this guy who's been out for 11 years? Yeah, like. that's
1: that's because, you know, you get these this younger generation of people they think they are entitled to everything. Yeah. Like, oh, the younger generation deserves it more. We want to see somebody new. Well, you know what, whatever, screw you. You know, I, I think... You know, Edge, after everything he's been through,
0: mm-hmm. after a broken freaking neck, yeah, he deserves to be back. And really, he never lost his title. It was because of a neck injury that he had to relinquish the title. Yep. So, he didn't lose it to anybody. So, there you go. So, honestly, and honestly, hey, I mean, it's not like Edge is coming back in his and, mid and, to late and 50s. Not, and
1: not only that, but if Edge would have stuck around. He would have been like John Cena status.
0: Oh, yeah. Usually.
1: Big time. Because, six, you know, he was he was on that roll. How many times did he held the title?
0: 11, 10, 11, 11 something 12, like that. I think, I'm pretty so sure it's 11. double digits anyways.
1: So, yeah. I mean, people can say what they want, but I really think it's just an entitled oh, yeah. younger generation throwing a baby fit and... Now, I understand the whole bit with, with Goldberg. I think Goldberg is way past Goldberg's prime. Right. Well, yeah. I love Goldberg. And, don't get me wrong. And that's what I
0: said. I mean, at least he's not in his mid to late 50s coming yeah. back and being, you know, hyped up. Edge is a legitimate competitor in his late 30s, early 40s. I say mid 40s. Okay, mid 40s. Maybe mid 40s. But yeah. my point is, though, it's not like he's been retired... And now, oh, I just feel like coming back to give you a pop. It's not really that. He came back because his neck was... Well, he's like, well, if my neck feels good, I can... I think I can do this. Not only that, but... And a doctor said, yeah, you can do it.
1: Not only that, but, you know, like, things change with medical... Yeah. Shit all the time, and people and he go get these new surgeries and new, you know, whatever to help prolong their career. Right. If you don't believe me, look at the Undertaker, dude. That Joe Rogan interview he did, mm-hmm. talking about both of his eyeballs being freaking taken out of socket. Yeah. And he's got like this like mechanical thing that keeps his eyeball up. It's weird. His, his peripheral vision is all messed up and whatever. Wow. Yeah, man, uh, there's so much crap they can do to, especially for, you know, athletes to make their, their careers go longer nowadays. Absolutely. So, I mean, it's kind of cool to see somebody like Edge come back. It's just like when we saw Daniel Bryan come back, I'm still but heard about Daniel Bryan because Daniel Bryan was like my guy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I thought that he should be like, you
0: know. Well, I mean, they did give him a title run. Well,
1: yeah, but... It was lackluster. They made him a bad guy, and wow. then threw out a stupid freaking title on him that some people actually liked. And I'm like, oh, yeah, the their green were title
0: looking. <laughs> the green title. That was yeah. so dumb. I'm so mm. glad they ended that with Kofi Kingston and putting the original title back on. Thank it. you. Yes, right. But still, I mean, just it, it's, it's, it. A lot of people are going to be upset about it, sure. But you know what? It's Edge. It's one of the greats. It's not... And it's... Dope. And not
1: only that, but he's, he's not only one of the greats. He's one of the best tag team specialists. He's one of the best singles competitors. Uh-huh. I'm telling you, dude. Like, this guy is like... He's better than Randy Orton. He's better than John Cena. I'm sorry, but if you remember back in the day, him and John Cena would have some badass matches. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the time he threw, I think he threw John Cena into the, uh, was it like the Rio Lindo River or some
0: shit? No, <laughs> Edge got thrown into the river by Cena.
1: Was it,
0: was it Edge that got thrown into it? Yeah. It
1: doesn't matter. Either way, dude, he was, he was in an era of badasses, okay, yeah. and... These guys out there now, I mean, they're cool. They are great. They're awesome. But they are not the attitude there. No. And Edge, Randy Orton, Jeff Hardy, those guys, those guys are the end of an era. And every one of them should be respected. Instead of, oh, no, you're putting the title on an older guy. Just like when they put the AEW title on, on uh Chris Jericho. All
0: right. Why not? Prestige. Exactly. Give it a name and prestige. I mean, I could also understand them putting it on Cody Rhodes, but they didn't. Yeah, I mean, but I think Chris Jericho was fitting for their first champion. Yeah. and we're not gonna. And we're not necessarily saying Edge is going to win. He could just be putting over Roman or putting over McIntyre wherever he chooses. He's he can make him look even better Oh, because yeah, he's yeah. got that capability too. I mean. Would it be great to see him have one more title run? Absolutely. But also, we know he's going to put on a hellacious match with either competitor and really put the champion over if the champion ends up retaining.
1: Definitely, man. And I think that's what people don't... They don't get... And we have social media and all sorts of crazy crap anymore that people can voice their opinions. Hell, we got our podcast. Right. So, I mean, it's like everybody's got an opinion and... Honestly, it doesn't really matter. It's yeah. it's up to Vince McMahon. It's up to the WWE and what they want to do with that person or that in yeah. that moment in time. And I remember back in the day, being a kid and going, "What's gonna happen? What's gonna happen?" Because right. you didn't have this social media where a kid could get on there and read or go on
0: Twitter and talk a bunch of shit to this wrestler or that wrestler. And, right. You know. And, and who's to say? We don't even say. It. Edge might not even want to be champion. He just knows he can put on a great match. Yeah. I mean, he put on a great match with
1: Randy Orton at WrestleMania
0: last year. I mean, yeah. it was freaking awesome. Yep. So, I mean, so we're not even saying he's going to be champion. It's not a guarantee. Uh, and they can even you show the stats. Are you know not what, Dirty? I
1: hope he does, just to piss you <laughs> little younger generations off.
0: Piss the young ones off. Yes. The young ladies must be pissed. Yes. Because <laughs> as long as you're salty, I'm happy. And he'll lick your salty tears, too. Really <laughs> weird like that. <laughs> but anyways, I'm looking forward to WrestleMania because whoever he chooses, which is great because he's got two storylines he can really do. Because right now, you do have a baby face on one side, Raw. Drew McIntyre technically is a baby face right now. He's, he's kind of the Triple H baby face where he's kind of the baby face but kind of a dick. <laughs> so he's kind of that, the Triple H baby God. face, which is really weird. The anti-hero. He's basically like the Punisher, kind of. Yeah. You know, you're like, I kind of am the hero, but I'm not wanting to be the hero, but you're going to make me the hero anyway. So, so like, I'm the whatever. hero. <laughs> so I'm the hero. And then Edge, we know, can make a great heel. We've seen it pretty much out through his whole career. Yeah. He's been a great heel. Probably one of the best heels. He's so great of a heel, Miz wishes he was Edge as a heel. Oh, I know, right? That's, That's how a great of a heel yeah. Edge has always been. Or he can continue to ride his... Um, fan momentum of how much he's loved and respected and take on the current heel of SmackDown, Roman Reigns, and run as a babyface with this momentum oh, into I, WrestleMania. I think that's what it's going to be is, uh, you know, um, somehow
1: The Miz is going to get involved with Drew McIntyre. He's already had his riffs and his beefs with him. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think Edge will go to SmackDown. Yeah. He'll
0: take on the head of the table. I'm just saying, though, but he's, it, it, they got two great options either way.
1: I Yeah, either way, but I'm just saying, like, I'd like to see him go to SmackDown and actually prove that, you know, he's still one of the best. And he ain't got to have to, you know, worry about the so, Vi- the Viper being on his back all the time. He ain't got to worry true. about nothing because nobody in the SmackDown locker room really has any problems with Edge, so. I'm
0: sure. So, it's going to be fun either way. We look forward to seeing what happens. Hopefully soon we'll find out for sure. And of course, though, be sure to tune in next week when we recap, because maybe we'll get an announcement either Monday night or Friday night. We'll never know. Because Edge has already made his rounds uh, to all three shows, but nothing official came about. So we're still <laughs> not knowing. For we're sure. still we're still in the waiting kind of going. Hmm. Yeah, we not we didn't get the uh, old school yeah. next night on Monday Night Raw. All three or you know or both champions are waiting in the ring for. Oh later. yeah, she's
1: probably gonna wait like last second.
0: Yeah, I mean, is there's nothing in the rules that say you have to name your opponent right now, so you can wait. <laughs> Of course, then again, he could have just announced You know it. what I
1: hate is the, how, how there's memes out there about him then talking about how old he looks. Yeah. It's like, dude, whatever, man. He still looked pretty good for his age. I mean, so. Yeah,
0: I definitely don't look good for 34. He looks great for 47. So. Yeah, there I just you looked go. up his age, so. <laughs> uh, and uh, tomorrow we got some baseball news to talk about to go along with, of course, another great week of basketball. Oh, yes, baby. Some crazy. Little... Actually, it won't be tomorrow night. We're actually going to push it to Monday because Super Bowl Sunday is tomorrow. Oh, that's right. So, we'll so push it.
1: predictions. Who's winning?
0: Kansas City, and I swear to God, if Tom Brady wins, I'm not watching football anymore. <laughs> that's a lie, but still. <laughs> I won't hold myself to that. That's crazy. <laughs> I love football. That's stupid. Yeah,
1: I say I hope for Kansas City, but we'll see what happens because it kind of
0: sucks for Kansas City, too, because they're not going to be in a neutral zone. So, no, they're no, not. But anyway, so yes, yeah, so basketball, baseball talk is being pushed to Monday. Football talk will, of course, still be on time on Tuesday. We will recap the Super Bowl. Uh, we might be talking about a blockbuster trade Tuesday. We've been getting teased by Ian Rappaport and Adam Schefter on Twitter, stating that Carson Wentz may be traded soon. So yeah, this is gonna be interesting. Dude. We might have a blockbuster trade on our hands coming up, and of course, we'll also continue our uh, off-season slash draft prediction talk. Thing that we've been doing as well with football, and we've got more NASCAR coming your way room too. You will be shifting gears and getting ready for the NASCAR. We got the Daytona, Daytona Five Hundred.
1: I love that crap. Yep, the beginning of the season, baby. It's so weird having your best event first. It is strange, isn't it?
0: Right? It'd be like it's like having WrestleMania first, mm, or strange. the Super Bowl first. Let's. that's like how do you do that or the world let's do a world series and then play the regular season what yeah no <laughs> thank you no or let's play the nba finals and then we'll play a season it's like but what? still i mean i,
1: I guess the, what everybody does they they do it but then it's like they they get revved up and ready to go and it's good you know Daytona 500
0: is Daytona 500, dude. I know. I'd win the day, Daytona 500. I wouldn't even race the rest of the year. I'm like, I'm Daytona 500 champ. Screw you guys. I'm going home. I'm going home. I'm <laughs> taking my car going home. No, it's got to sit in Daytona Museum. Fuck. <laughs> Fine. Then, then there's that. <laughs> All right. All right, man. I think that does it for us. Unless you got anything else. Nope. I'm good to go, brother. Me too, bro. All right. So, that does it for us here at Sports Talk. And as always...